Yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself for safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, the new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does yeah. it? You gotta yeah. really want yeah. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all. goodness i am so glad that i don't know what i'm doing okay hold on i was in the wrong spot <laughs> it would have to happen that way i like you know if if it's not messing up it's not fun right <laughs> this is true uh this is why we do lives we me and dc we love doing our live show so but, you know, it's kind of fun. It, now it we have, like, an insider, you know. Um, you And I'm learning. It's yeah. it's awesome. I, I am very new to all of this. So, and my dogs are very aggressive. <laughs> Welcome to Healing Out Loud, Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess. I am with the Papa Bear of the Blurred Community, Chris Fury of Blurred's Eye View. How are you tonight, Papa Bear? I am doing amazing. Uh, I spoke I spoke it before. I'm I'm getting used to this Papa Bear stuff. I like this. Uh, <laughs> don't be surprised if I'm doing this on my own show. I'm like, hey, got a new moniker besides the man on the wall now. I... <laughs> Absolutely. I will promote it 100%. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Chris is a blurred, which is a black nerd. Mm -hmm. And so he is very into all things nerdy, including yes. comic books. And I'm going to be honest, not my bag. I, I've tried, it's okay. you know, I... Sometimes I can get caught up if they write the story. Like, I'm big into Marvel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I can get caught in there because there's a human point storyline. Yes. Yes. So I can anchor to that. But if it's just a comic book, except for Spider-Man, the new multi, the, the one with oh, the little boy. Yeah. Uh, Miles. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I like that because it has that slip into the comic book piece, but it's written in the real world, you yes. know, and it's, you know, so it's, I can get into that, um, you know, so I'm not a, I'm not a lost cause. I'm not a complete <laughs> lost cause. <laughs> you know your way in the pool. That's what you, that's all that matters. <laughs> right, right. So... Well, I am excited because I do have a part of me that is very, very murdy. Mm -hmm. I, I'm mixed, so I can't really be a blurred. Oh, you're blurred. I'm a blurred. <laughs> you're, you're blurred. So I love to watch Disney movies and I love to see the human element in it and I associate it to my own life. In many cases, um, it's taught me a lot of life lessons. It's given me a lot of uh, eye-opening uh, 
mentalities um, as it relates to society. Um, And so I'm excited to kind of chew the the curd with you a little bit. I've been told that that's a very Caucasian statement and I embrace it. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, my family does come from Texas. You know, so we we do have some southern roots to us. So oh, that's fine. Chewing the curd, chewing the fat, whatever the case may be. I don't. You're chewing something. So chewing something. At least you're eating, right? Yeah, at least you're eating, right? (laughs) Eating, you're getting fed. It's the whole nine. Uh, Yeah, it works. So I wanted to uh, talk first about this movie right here. All right, let's go. So I know that I watch a movie and sometimes I might read a little too much into it. And so when I watch Frozen, I see it as a coming out story mm-hmm. of Elsa. So in the first movie, she's she knows who she is, but her parents tell her that it's wrong. And so they they put her in the closet. And so at the end of the movie, she's like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, and she's accepted who she is, but she doesn't really come out until the second movie. Right. And the reason I say that is the campfire scene where she's singing with the other woman. There was a little bit of intimacy in that scene that Mm -hmm. you don't see with other characters. Right. Right. I can agree. I can agree. Um, Everything you just said, I can agree with. Uh, when you when you put it in that context, I had never thought of it that way. Uh, in that first movie, I always seen it as she's just accepting who she is, you know, in terms of she has this ability, and people have been telling her she's living it. You know, this is not you should not be exposing this ability to the world. You could be dangerous. You're this. You're that. Whatever. By the second movie, she's. You know, she's already accepted who she is. Now the world has to accept who she is. And when you put it in the context of her coming out, different context now. It's you're right. just like when you look at it's a different message now. You're just like now you have to go back and realize, oh wow, she's really coming into her own. And you know, everyone else around her is either fearing her or telling to hide herself, except her sister, who sister. just is really accepting of her period you know she's just like i love who you are that means nothing don't you want to be here don't you want to do this you know there's this whole thing and when you put it in that form it takes on a whole new meaning you see people this is why you watch movies more than once (laughs) (laughs) and you do you get you get a different vibe every time you know it's not necessarily that I pick up that every time sometimes it's Anna that I'm focused on because if you look at it especially right now with everybody being so focused on mental health she is a catalyst for it because in the first movie she was isolated outside of her control Mm -hmm. she was still surround she still had love you know But it wasn't the kind that she needed. So she was in isolation. And then in the second movie, she spends the whole time realizing she didn't need all of these people to begin with. She was okay on her own. They're just a bonus or fancy parsley 
for yeah. no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's fancy parsley. <laughs> oh, I do love that. Uh yeah, I agree. Um she didn't need everyone else else's uh validation. Right. She just needed to validate herself. So and she once, got this amazing love story too. Yes, exactly. So once she realizes that she's okay with herself, that she's okay with who she is, that you know, whether love it or hate it, she's here, she was fine. And you know, just because I am a girl and I am addicted to love, let's talk about Krista. <laughs> Once uh, one other person who was actually like acceptance, he's he's a form of acceptance. He didn't judge neither one of those women. <laughs> he he was just like that, he'd never experienced love before. I mean, he had it from the trolls. Yeah. But he had never had that intimate kind of love with a human before. Mm-hmm. And so the growth that he had to go into just in the first movie and the fact that he asked her to kiss her. Yeah. You know, it's just that those little gentleman type things that add to the character of the man. And then in the second one, he himself realized, hey, I'm that man. Yeah. You know, like I got this. You know, yeah, we go through that. We go through that. You know, and he like threw her up on the on Sven, and he took off. He was gonna get her to that mountain. You know, yeah. And he showed up right in time, and it was just that symbolism for me that love is magic. Mm-hmm. Because he had no idea she was there, but he showed up for her. Yeah. That's what love is, and so that's yeah. another message I pull from this movie. I like that. I like that when it's put that way because he does have that form of she gave him a new not only did he experience an intimate type of love, he experienced a certain type of confidence that she instilled in him that allowed him to say that allowed him to experience the self-confidence to say, okay, let's get you to your sister. <laughs> let's help her out, you know, because I care about her too. He's a, but let's get you there. Let's get you there. No judgment. Never asked a question. Just I'm there. No. Sister needed help. Let's go. <laughs> um, you know, and I just there's so many amazing facets to this movie. And like I said, even Olaf, his his acceptance of he was oblivious to who he was when he came into yeah. the movie. He's just about and freedom. <laughs> He's just like, just live. Just wants to love. You know, and he believes in you and he's willing to melt for you. Yeah. The fact I, that he was just like, I'm exposing myself to something that could be very potentially dangerous to me. Yet, you never know until you try. Right. I want to be the Olaf to this group. I'm willing <laughs> to melt, you know, for our community, you know, within reason, obviously. But that's the kind of commitment that we're missing right now in the world. And so I think that's why I like to look to these movies, because if there's people who are willing to imagine it, there's people willing to believe in it. Right. So, you know, it's like, it's really amazing. Dope. So, 
See, I told you I can I can blurt out a little bit. And it's okay. That's what I'm that's what I look for. I thrive on that. I thrive on that. So of course, I've got I did already tell you what the trick up my sleeve was. I, I did tag you in it, but if you didn't see it, you know, buoy on you. <laughs> but <laughs> I think let's see, let's switch it up a little. Let's let's get controversial. Are you ready? Let's get controversial. Hey. Ooh, Zootopia. <laughs> All the messages that this movie gave off in oh, so many ways. Okay in so many when ways. Bunny calls other bunnies cute, but if anybody else does it, if that's <laughs> not an inward. <laughs> there's there's this is a movie now I, i'll be honest out of all the disney type movies like they've been doing within the past i don't know what 15 20 years maybe this is probably one of my favorites this is Absolutely. probably one of my favorites because the mess it, it's a fun movie number one they're always fun but this is a fun one but the fact that it dives it does a deep dive and you're still on the surface like there, i haven't even i haven't even got to every character yet yeah you know just just in hops and you know just alone you know like i i can't you, but you I, have I, the inwards perspective you have trying to be accepted into other circles uh proving yourself yeah <laughs> it's just that Sometimes the prey is actually oh, the, the hunter. Yeah, sometimes the prey is actually the hunter. Yeah, it's actually the hunter. I just the way it just touched on that, and the fact that these are two people who were not supposed to be friends mm -hmm. who love each other. He had her in his mouth, and, he and at realized. no time didn't want to bite her. Yeah. That's love. Yeah. Love. Yeah, I think it shocked her. Uh, <laughs> she was like, what? I think it shocked like, her. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is this, and in and, and, and side note, I'm glad they're doing a sequel. Because uh, <laughs> it is, it's, it's, it's a great story. It really is. I am really big on um, the sloth being pulled over for speeding. <laughs> If that is not a beautiful piece of cinematic writing, I don't know what is. Yeah. And the reason being is just because your position in life has you right here doesn't mean that you still can't get to where you're going. Mm -hmm. You just have to adapt. And one of the things I've even done here in my little office that I have started to create is my camera. I'm like, adapt to your environment. Don't try to adapt your environment to you. And yeah. so it's just a matter of switching the camera a little bit so you don't see certain cracks in the, you know, to see the back of the house for lighting purposes or whatever, you know. And it's for movies like this, honestly, it makes you think of different ways to, to do life. I think yeah. my kids are like, mom, I would never have thought of that. 
Yeah. And I was like, yeah, me and Jimmy, we've been rigging it since I was a kid, you know? (laughs) 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 So, and not even that, the parents, the parents, you know, they were so afraid of wolves and foxes and just more foxes. But, you know, um, then they hired one. Yeah. Because they recognized that they were being unfair if that's not a it's an allegory it's a whole allegory for it's an allegory what we do in life which is very funny when people say oh i love i love this or i love the x-men and but then you deal with racism and bigotry and isolation of different groups and so here you here once again you have a movie who has all these different groups, all these different uh, nationalities, all these different animal groups that had different lives and they have this con- misconception in their head that you, what do you mean you can't live or work with or be friends with or be partners with right. a, a quote unquote predator or you're the prey or whatever. What What is the dividing line? What, what caused that dividing line? And it was just and the this is why I like, yeah, all the stereotypes, all the, the timber, all the, the stereotypes. <laughs> Those could be associated to like the lunkheads, right? Oh, I bet yeah. you they're going to howl. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, in, in, I just, it's just, you can associate it to a stereotype. And although I don't, I try to break away from that. You know, my deconstructed goddess is who is really sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to break away from stereotypes, but society has led us to believe that they're going to howl. Look, they see the moon. I bet you they're going to howl. And then yeah. one howls and then they all follow suit. So then we're like, oh, see, told you. Yeah. But no, we set them up for that to happen and then held them accountable for the action that we created. It, it's, I, I it's don't like those hypocrisies. And so I I struggle with that a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is a level of depth that you don't get to talk to with a lot of people because a lot of people aren't, they're just enjoying the cinematic cartoons on the screen. Right. I'm like, no, I am supposed to be learning a lesson so I can unravel my spaghetti and I can <laughs> my lady in the tramp moment and I can kiss myself because that's the analogy I use in my healing mm-hmm. is I'm looking for my lady in the tramp moments where I get to kiss myself because I've unraveled that knot and I've released that trauma. Yeah. I and, mean, to, to, to speak on uh, uh, those stereotypes and to speak on all those things that, and I spoke about it before that a lot of these Disney films that, talk about you know these surface stories you know where you 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 know oh let's take the kids to go see this you know and then you're finding out that you become a part of that story you're already a part of the story your your lesson is being taught to you as well and i think kids are more receptive to it right they're definitely more receptive to it opposed to an adult who who has quote unquote lived that life of of isolation, of separation, of stereotype, st- uh, stereotypical tropes. 
when it was like, but it's all so simple because look at this kid who right. understands it and and addresses it in a way as only a kid could. And she was, she stood up in the bully's face and you could see her fear, but mm -hmm. she didn't let that stop her. Right, right, and right. We're not encouraging anybody to do anything, you know, reckless to... Get, you know, get, get a point of ours. <laughs> you know, we don't want any foxes to scratch anybody's faces. Right. Uh, but, you know, it, it the, the message in itself is don't allow others' expectations or limitations of themselves put limitations on you. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I've really been trying to implement for self. So, you know, I, I do take a lot of this stuff and I really do sit and I'm like, yeah, no, well, I, I don't <laughs> want to be crying in, in Canto like I just lost a cousin's goldfish. You know, I just want <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch a movie and not be around or know people who call snorks water snorks. But <laughs> <laughs> was not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I told DC if you ever call them that again, burst <laughs> of the water. They are not anywhere close to a Smurf. They have color, you ninny. And a breathing tube out of their head. <laughs> you don't calm all that down, but uh, <laughs> but yes, Zootopia is definitely one of those movies that I watch for own my own personal self sometimes. Um, but not as much as I watch this next one, and you'll see why. Ooh. <laughs> soul this is an underrated soul. one this is an amazingly put yes. together movie I have some issues like mm -hmm. why bring up the woman and then we don't get to see her character you know like what point was that bringing her up a couple of times because that's a teaser so mm -hmm. you know but that's my own blurred coming out like there's some plot holes that I wasn't filling. yes yes <laughs> <laughs> you wanted you you were just like I feel like it's not complete you know, you know he <laughs> walks out the door at the end like no like I mean I get it I get it yeah but can you walk out to her yeah you know what <laughs> happened <laughs> what happened to the soul once it got to earth I want to see a, a number two you know, a soul to where they find each other in this life. Yes. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. But plot twist, it's the kid is the kid of the woman he has a thing for. Mm. And they have, and they don't realize it at first until there's like a falling leaf. Mm -hmm. And that's what triggers the memory. Yeah. And this then there's a good one. This this was a good movie. This was a really uh, good movie. Um this is amazing. Even even the representation, because the barbershop scene alone, and I'm like, oh, we 
Oh, you've done your homework. <laughs> like, this, is, <laughs> this is good. But I mean, even the music, um, touching on certain tropes that really speak to your spirit, you know, how how he moved through life, how he thought he should have moved through life, and how he's actually moving through quote unquote life. <laughs> or afterlife, however you want to address it. So this made a part of my healing, I will be honest, because it does make you realize. And I had a moment with Savage, humbly, um, humbly Savage. Yeah, I keep mixing it around. I apologize. But where we were kind of talking along this line too, and. It's just really important that we give ourselves those avenues to be humble, to have humility, because if we don't, we're going to miss the carnation because we're looking for the rose. Just watching how everything unfolded for him. Yes. And the, the fast pace that he was going through because he felt like I have to be here. I have to be here. And you're missing, you're missing your path opposed to the destination. Like, and then he got there. Yeah. He was like, there's nothing here. Yes. You yes. know, and that the line that the jazz woman says, you know, I, I partake in a few activities, so I can't recall it, but basically it's saying that this person spent their whole life trying to get to the ocean, not realizing that they had always been swimming in it. Yes. You know, and that is, if that doesn't slap you in the face. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it it does a thing. There's this thing, and when you watch this movie, and like I said, when you watch this movie and you see how he wants to be this great thing, this great thing. And, and like, my guy, you were already there, but you were such in a rush to get to where you thought you needed to be. And it was against yeah. his mom's wishes. So he yeah. had that internal conflict too, because he felt like he was letting his mom down. Mm-hmm. You know, but he was chasing the same dream his dad had, and somehow that was bad. And so he felt like he had to hide it. He had a lot of emotional trauma too. And yeah. he's really yeah. talking about the healing journey that he himself had to go on. And it wasn't until he sat down and he looked and he was like, these useless items. <laughs> this meant nothing. <laughs> the deepest memories. You know, and it's like the what he was chasing, like you said, didn't mean anything. Right. And so he's sitting in front of what he presumed to be his dream his whole life. And he's upset over a freaking leaf. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A used sucker. You know, there's these things like irrelevant things that hold no true value, but have become the most valuable pieces of thing that he owns, Mm -hmm. you know? And so there's such an amazing healing piece to this movie too, if you're willing to be open to it. Yeah, yeah. Soul's a good one. So Disney Pixar movies are really 
they're they're nail on the head type movies. They just they just when you can really look at what the story is and correlate it to your own life or someone you know that might be going through something or that something you've gone through. When you see it, you realize you're like, oh wait a minute. You are perfect segueist. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Like, can I just bottle you and just keep you? Because <laughs> I would like to show you what our next one is. Okay, let's do it. Ooh, we <laughs> <laughs> first off. The boy band has a very catchy song. I, it's I hated very... how much I loved this song. <laughs> I'm like, I, don't, I should not be into this, but it works. Uh, <laughs> this is yes, a turning yes. red. Is a, is I hated how much I actually really loved the song, too. I'm like, who did this? That's a great job. <laughs> I hate that it's a great job. <laughs> you're just so frustrated because you're like, this is the dumbest song. <laughs> But it's that beat, you know. Yeah, it does. It's, it, it's every bit 90s. I swear to God. It was like, oh, you just going to tap into that, aren't you? I, I see what you mean. Yes, doing. you have to. If you're not tapping your feet when you're listening to that song, you know, we have a different show for you to be on. But uh, <laughs> so for me, I saw this as a stepping into oneself. I took mm -hmm. gender out. Okay. okay. So it's stepping into oneself. So it's puberty, right? Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. It is associated to puberty. However, the dynamic that I took it from was the parents feel they have to fit in now because they have responsibility and so when they hit puberty, they let go of their inner child. Yes. She was like, F that noise. I can be both my inner child because that's where I have all my fun and still be responsible. So she was setting a standard that was met. And that's why the mom reacted so angry. Yeah. Is oh, because she didn't sure. have the courage to do that herself and so in a sense she didn't want her daughter to have it you can't have it so neither can i it's not until you risk losing everything that you realize what you thought was important isn't yeah stare at my head goddess um <laughs> <laughs> that's how i looked at you know once again once again you know a lot of people would they would attribute it to the gender thing and and yes it works for that but in the same breath it does work across the board letting go of your childhood and coming right. into this adulthood thing and it really did bother me that her mother was so angry because i was getting that feedback of you have to do this you have to do this because i did it and your ancestors did it and they you have to do and it was like why does she have to do this She's she was setting her daughter was setting boundaries, right? Of saying, Look, I don't, I can still do this and achieve that goal and still live life and be happy. 
you're right. pushing me in a, you're pushing me into this this pit that I will essentially be as bitter as you are right now. Right. And so I'm going to reveal a little bit of why this one personally hit me because my daughter had a daughter mm -hmm. at 15. And so by society, the first thing I did, I was ready to ship her out of the state, you know, this, that, and everything. I just reacted. And that wasn't fair to her, mm -hmm. you know? And so I also recognize that she's not mature enough to be a mom right now. That's not an insult to my daughter. Yeah, you know, just, I recognize that for it's best if I raise the baby. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do is I raise the baby while my daughter figures out who she needs to be because in an es in essence, she didn't get to be a child. And I and even blame myself a little bit further because I was going through my own trauma, granted, but that's not an excuse. I was so afraid of everybody else that I held on to my kids so tight mm -hmm. that they never went anywhere. And that was because I was raised in a violent home. So I know what can happen in a home. So to trust somebody with my kid, I just couldn't do that. Like that was a very overwhelming fear. Mm -hmm. And so this movie really hit home for me because it really kind of put that ice in the heart. That was just, I was the mom. I yeah. was that you need to do this. You need to do that. And I was also being a hypocrite because I in no way was doing what or had done anything I was expecting of them to do. Right. I think we all have been that down that road at some point in life. And and when I look back, especially with this movie, <clears throat> I look back at it as it's a story about transition. Right. You know, from childhood to being a teenager, from a teenager being an, a full grown adult. And, and it can go on. It can go on because there are different stages in our lives that we enter into that you realize, OK, I'm becoming a new person or I'm adding another part of myself to myself, if that makes sense. And, and it was like when even even now, when you hear people, the, the conversation I hear a lot. Oh, when they turn 18, move out. Yes, but. Just because by law that says they're an adult, are they really an adult? Can they really adjust to that adult life of paying bills, paying taxes, uh, credit, and you know, college, and just the whole nine? And you know, f they're still finding themselves. Yes, they may work a job, right. but they're still finding themselves. You know, they don't know what a career is just yet, they don't know what it is to find true love or just having acceptance going back to frozen that acceptance right of who they are and who they're growing up to be they may not be what you want them to be because they're trying to find themselves and that's a stage that everyone goes through from and i it took a lot i'll be honest it took a lot 
for me to recognize that I was holding them accountable for my expectations and it wasn't fair. And it, you know, but it takes humility again. You have to be willing to sit. And I, I actually told them, okay, guys, tell me everything I did wrong. (laughs) And they did. And I didn't take it well. (laughs) And, And criticism is a hard pill to swallow. But I did it. I, you know, I did start trying to implement what they said. I, I tell them I'm probably not going to react right good here because mm-hmm. I'm human and my feelings are involved in it's emotional. However, once I start to process and I start to analyze and I'm able to pick it apart, you guys were valid in what you stated. Yeah. You know, and I think this movie does provide an opportunity for parents if they utilize it. Of granted, my personal opinion but as a way to open doors to communication, because if you look at the mom at the end, she tapped into that fun piece of her. Yeah. And she liked it, not enough to keep it full time, but Mm -hmm. she embraced her inner child and kept the energy, just not enough to entertain the child every day because she said a woman's old. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and everybody put this ridiculous, ugly connotation on periods in it, you know, and I can see, I can see where it goes because women tend to be a little bit more emotional mm-hmm. one time of a month, but respectfully, men are also emotional one time of the month, you know, and truth so- be told, that is true. And so that's why I just, that's why I just took gender out of it. It wasn't, I didn't care about the sanitary napkins. And if the mom assumes that you've started your period, she's going to be overprotective and be like, Hey, want innies or outies? You know, (laughs) we got you. (laughs) We see that. We see that form of it all the time. It's a commercial. I recently just seen where the mom, the, the mom is trying to talk to the daughter, the daughter's in the bathroom and she's sitting down and she's trying to, she's generally trying to talk to her and try to guide her through it. But her daughter is so one embarrassed two overwhelmed mm-hmm. that the older sister comes in and guides the mom out and has a very frank, straightforward statement. Hey, try this out. Do this. Tell me what you think. Blah, blah, blah. Good times. And walks out the room. And it got the point across because she wasn't overbearing. She wasn't overwhelming with the information. She just said, "I." she pretty much said in so many words, I know what you're going through. Been there before. This is how you deal with it. Walk this out. Sometimes ripping the Band-Aid off and walking through that through that pain is better than slowly peeling it a piece at a time and dealing with a long-term form of it. And sometimes there's some people who can walk through the wound for you and you never have to feel it, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think that's where a lot of people might be missing the true message within it is we miss a lot because we're so conditioned to be a certain way. Yeah. And, you know, if, we were more inclined to be, I said, kind of like Little House on the Prairie type vibe in a modernized world. And it's that trust aspect, not that we're going to be 
sitting on everybody's porches. Like, you know, we need some distance. But if you have something I need, like your experience with StreamYard is more than mine. So I would barter. I've got, you know, whatever I've got. Hey, what if I give this to you? Maybe I can get 30 minutes of your time. You can give me some pointers, right. you know, so then that way you don't feel like I'm taking advantage of you. And then it's it's a true exchange and it builds a better network, yeah. you know? And yeah. so that's kind of what I'm trying to introduce through myself. And I find, I'm going to be honest, I, I oversell myself. I try to oversell myself because I am fighting through so much bullshit yeah like <laughs> like like my like my dad says uh if you want five dollars ask for ten you right. know so oversell yourself oversell yourself that way you can find your medium and and you're then you're okay yeah. and then it, like you know okay if i say i can do this but i meet it here they're not expecting me to hit that that's just something they noticed and they were like, oh, this person can do this, do this. So their basic might just be the medium and you're still meeting over the goal. So for what right. they expect. So, hey. Yeah. So and like for me, my goal every time I post is to reach one person. Mm -hmm. So if I get two likes. I have met my quota. Yeah, you met your, <laughs> you know, job is done. I can do. Good night, everybody. I'll be here the rest of the week. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You know, and that's kind of what I strive for is just having that kind of space to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's that's what's gonna matter. And it doesn't. I I call myself a seasoned person because you know you might not need anything that I can offer in six months. You know, I might just be here right now to offer uh, attention because I'm really good at capturing it. You know, right. I'm really good at posting all the time and tagging everybody so that way they can be pulled into different rhythms and stuff. It's all intentional. I'm not trying to be anybody's friend, you know, we don't have to kick it on a Sunday. You know? <laughs> it's just, that's what we should be doing as mm -hmm. a community. And there's, is there a way to pause the recording? No, they haven't gotten that feature just yet. So if uh, I stop this really quick, I'm sorry. I have a full bladder and I'm old. Oh, you know what? <laughs> uh, I can run the show. Uh, you can just like if you hit the mute button and the stop, stop camera camera, it'll still record. I can just talk about whatever. whatever. I, I have that gift. <laughs> I have that gift. So, um, Chris Fury here. Uh, as you see, we're here on Unhinged while healing out. We're on Healing Out Loud. Thank you for that. Uh, we're on Healing Out Loud. I am with Goddess. This is a dope conversation. So if you guys are inclined uh be sure when she premieres the show to like share subscribe subscribe all those great things uh also you can check me out uh blurs i view uh chris fury man on the wall that's the man uh, i talk about geek topics i talk about entertainment news and we talk about it from a poc point of view or perspective i also help showcase uh many 
other POC creatives that's out here. Uh, conversation that we're having today is a very deep conversation. Uh, it's a conversation that I myself have seen and been a part of throughout social media, throughout just different conversations with people in, in, in I guess, when you want to say reality. Um, when you talk about a lot of the Disney films, particularly the ones that offer that that's like done now, the CGI's, the Pixar's, the Monster Inc., the Incredibles, Frozen One and Two, these movies are offering um, just it's not just story on the surface; it's story that correlates with your life. If that makes sense, if, if you've noticed already, we've talked about what three films? So one, two, three, four, four films, and it's one of those things where, yes, it's drawn in. It's much like comics. It's drawn in where you'll get a child's attention or a young person's attention, but at the same time, there's a message underneath that surface. Uh, it's very layered. If you have to know exactly what it is that you're looking for. And once you find it, you'll realize that not only will your child have an answer to certain things, but you might have the same answers as well or better. And we're back with Goddess. <laughs> we are. And I just want to thank you for some amazing sound clips for, you know, my my teasers, because that's what I'm going to be using that for. <laughs> <laughs> That See, I, I am I'm I am a ball of information and <laughs> and useful at that. You know, <laughs> I have I have reached the, the age that it gets to uh danger danger will will Robinson <laughs> really fast. You're preaching to the choir, you're like, oh I had three bottles of water. I think I need to go well, and, and evacuate the chambers. I'm like I'm always so thirsty. And, but, you know, I will, I'll be honest with you. I have been in the car when that sensation hits and I have lost myself in my car. And I was like, you know what? I'm not embarrassed. This is my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It, uh, I seen a video the other day and a woman who had drank some chocolate milk at the job regretted it uh and so she's trying to get home and she's smoking her cigarette and i don't know who she's in the car with but she's like turn that off there's too much and, you know it's like because she has to go that bad and she was like every other day these people are speeding and today they not <laughs> like they just in the way i'm telling you and that is the way it happens and usually you know you can I, you know, I'm I'm gonna let you know. I'm a fully transparent woman. There's sometimes you can push down into it, and you can get your bladder to be like, "Okay, we're calm." We're yeah, calm. like chill out, think baseball. Uh, fifth inning. I've, uh, lost, <laughs> I've lost over a hundred pounds, so I don't sit the same way that I used to sit. So mm -hmm. I've, been, yeah, there's no kegel, there's no nothing. It's just. <laughs> If I don't have that right leverage, it I have to evacuate just some of it, you know, release the valves, the geysers, whatever you want to say, just enough to tap it off. Yeah. Like, okay, don't sneeze, uh, don't cough, don't now laugh too loud. Gotta make it home, yeah. you know? 
Oh, trust, trust me. I know that feeling. Like I, I, I came in today barreling through the doorway. Who's in the bathroom? Me. I need to get in there. You just drying your hair. I need to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Please exit the facility. So right. I have, I have my own bathroom, so I have a half bath in my master bedroom. Yeah. And the kids Bless have your their heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. But it's really funny. Like the front bathroom is decent. You know, my kids, they're they're kids, you know. Yeah. But I will still run past the front bathroom. <laughs> to get to my bathroom. And I'm like, Bish, you could have already. Been <laughs> that ain't that ain't it. That ain't what you need. That ain't what you want. No, I'm it's like, just I'm like starts- it starts affecting different body parts. It's yes. just, it's like your system starts to shut down and other things want to start emptying yeah. and feeling full. No, stop it. Yes. You saved the time for that. Like, this is not what we're here for. Literally, oh, knock yeah. your shit off. Like, That's the human body for you. Lord of mercy. I cannot even begin to tell you how annoying that is. <laughs> and we all go through it. That's the thing. <laughs> so, the last movie I have for you, I definitely jumped off the track here. Oh, you're fine. And and the reason I jumped off the track here is because it is a real life going on right now situation. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if you see it the same way I do, even if it's not the same plot line. Okay. I want to see if you can be in the same theater. So let's see. Ooh. A timeless classic. The Lorax. Yeah. Big government is written. Yeah. All oh, yeah. Reading this as a kid, you don't pick up on it. Seeing it as an adult... It's all in your face. <laughs> He's like, I am bottling air and I need you to stop because I need to bottle air. <laughs> Definitely big government talk. Uh- <laughs> like, bro, like what is really, really going on? Right. You know, and I, I, for me, it's inspirational too. So I am going to tell you, I am probably going to be like, I, I told you I fangirl over you all the time. You're, you. you're the papa bear. You're papa bear of the blurred world. There's sometimes I, I do, I do come into your show. I can't get into the nerd stuff a lot. Blurred stuff, nerd stuff. I'm a equal artist. We, we bring, so. but we, we, we bring you in <laughs> the tape. The door is open. For all those, yes. it's like a and I, you know what? I, I actually encourage a lot of those cross jumpings because I really do feel that the conversation that you have on the show is not a blurred conversation. You do have comic aspects. You do. You do have a lot of love for the Star Wars, you know, thing. Yeah. I, you know, and, and it's it's cute. You and Lady Mandalorian. I probably yeah. said that wrong, and I apologize. But the love you guys have for the genre is very addictive. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm watching your show, 
I'm really drawn in. And it's a lot to do with the dynamic of the back and forth, um, you know, but it really is just how you carry the conversation. And it doesn't matter what it is, like just in the Lorax, you know, we can true to life situation this. And that's kind of what you do with your show. You know, there's always some, there's always some real element to it. You know, and you're a very big proponent for people of color, which is something that, you know, I champion as well. I, I'm an equalist. So I, you know, I, I champion everybody. I, I, like I said, I'm not a racist. I hate them all equally. You know, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, and I say that in jest, of course, but I just, you know, your show does offer that different 360 type of experience because I do feel that the nerd community has a bad rap all the way around. And a lot of it has to do with comic cons. Mm -hmm. And that's because those are where they get to be a little bit more free Mm -hmm. And society is not as open to you being free. I don't feel that there's anything wrong with the Comic-Con. Just as any other religion, there are some extremists, you know? There, that, there's that. There's but definitely that. But if you truly that. think about it, the comic world is a form of religion. And it's not to take away from any other facet of what somebody believes in. They take this very serious. This is a part of who they are and they become the person. So yeah. it's not, you know, if they change who they are doing a cosplay on, they embody that person. So it becomes a religion of sorts. And I do feel that it doesn't, society doesn't give them that freedom and it doesn't exactly. give the word community that freedom to embrace your inner, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. you know, if you want to, build a campfire with pop rocks go at it you know yeah you know i'll bring the water we got this you know yeah. <laughs> somebody's got your back it is yeah. <laughs> and i i just i do feel that from your show and i think that's kind of where i i did piggy back over to lady mandalorian because of you know the the dynamic on your show and i i definitely am in that where it's easy to catch me yeah. You know, I definitely want to have you back again because I want to talk Marvel. Like, I don't really, I've watched them all out of order. I will um, tell you this. I will tell you this. Because much like the Disney films we're discussing tonight, a lot of stuff that is that is that is in the blurred and nerd community, Star Wars, Star Trek, anime, Marvel, DC, Image, you name it. There is a level of realism that most people won't expect i've consistently heard the argument of uh i don't like politics in my comic books i've heard that before and i'm like i said but you read captain america correct yes yeah first issue very first issue what is he doing he's punching out hitler hello <laughs> And I think it's because it's not as in their face. And a lot of people don't 
want to do anything more than just surface appreciate something. And that is an encouraged art form. Mm-hmm. I personally do not have that superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been told that I can take just about any genre that's in the nerd community and literally correlate it. Say, hey, look at this. Paw look Patrol. at this. Paw Patrol. All of it. I can, I can, I can take it and show you when and literally show you. Rubble, when he yeah. was accepted, and I, I cried. Yeah. I, I was like, oh my god, he's got family. I can do that. <laughs> and they, and I don't. I guess it is. I have a gift that I've been told, and I, and over the past couple of years, I've been learning to accept. I have a gift of seeing the chinks in armor to plan ahead to see the puzzle pieces before they form. And when I look at things, I look at things from a certain perspective because I see people get, I I see people get irate. I see people get upset. I see people get over the, the most insane things, most of all. Um, And I said, is it really that serious? You know, I see people argue on social media, you're argue. Why are you arguing again? You know, it's. Do you know one of you, the you, biggest things I am an advocate for? I've said it many times that love is magic, and it's because my ex boyfriend is a recovering narcissist, mm-hmm. and it was love that brought him out of that place. Narcissism. Yeah. And that's why I tell people, I believe that a narcissist can change because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And they're they're like, there's textbooks, there's this, there's this. And, and I was like, really? Because your textbook says that there should be flying ships right now, too. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's lot. Thing. Of you, know. Said, you know, but. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that they um don't like. Okay, perfect example. Uh I seen an artist rendition of the Marvels, which is the new movie, um uh, Marvel movie that's coming out with Captain Marvel, uh Miss Marvel, and I want to say she's going by Photon. I might be wrong, but it's Monica Rambo. Great, great uh, uh artist poster and everything else. And instead of the conversation saying, oh, who's the artist? This looks great. Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait for this movie to come out. It becomes, oh, this is going to be the least like Marvel movie. Oh, and then it turns into like, why is it going to be the least like Marvel movie? Because it's woman led or because they hate uh, Brie Larson. And it just turned into this whole thing. I said, you took something that was meant for sheer appreciation and their art form and you wanted to turn it to what you wanted it to be and and just made it worse and it was just like i'm like this conversation is moot at this point but you know what i so i'm not always going to be on your side you, mm-hmm. you your community does take things very personal there is no room for any kind of evolution of character change. Like they, if they had a mole in 1968, by gosh, in 2023, that mole better still be there. It better yeah. have the same color brown. It might have yep. the same 
dent. If not, we will revolt. We're canceling the series. You've ruined the whole thing. It's 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 bad. It it, it <laughs> and it's and it, it's. I'm not saying the blurred or nerd community isn't bad. I'm just saying that there's the groups. There's extremists in every group. Yeah, in every group. It doesn't matter how well intentioned you make it. They're there. There's going to be a bad apple in that bunch. It's, it's just is. You know, I've often, I've worked in the medical field. And I remember telling a woman I was training years ago. I, you know, she was scared to talk to the nurses and scared to talk to some of the surgeons because she had a moment where uh, a nurse basically barked at her and and we and she, when she told us who it was it wasn't just me who said it but it was several of us who said oh she's just rude however this these people are cool and she's like how do how do i know which ones to talk to i said think of it like this if you have 10 surgeons 10 if you have five doctors five nurses and out of each one of those groups there's one surgeon who might be a dickhead and you got one nurse who's just as much as a dickhead. Those might be the one. Those are going to be ones that stand out to you, and you're going to disregard the other four out of those groups because they're nice. They give out pizza parties. They know how to get their own stuff. They make it easy for you. They make your job easy for you. They know what they're looking for. They can guide you through something if you've never seen it before, with no problem. But then those one, those that one doctor who has an attitude all the time, or that one nurse who has an attitude all the time, they're going to stand out to you, and it's going to make you fearful for the rest of them. I said, it's the same thing in every group in the nerd community. It's the same. Right. Star Wars is a prime example. People love Star Wars. Religiously. But then you have, but then you have that sect. Of extremists who feel like Ray shouldn't be a Jedi. She wasn't Jedi trained, or why is uh, this happening over here and not by the books? And I'm like, it doesn't need to be. My dad used to tell me all the time, "It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a (laughs) franchise. It's a story being told that is literally meant for everyone." Right and. But there's there's always people that just they just have to find a reason to be miserable, right? And that's you know that's understandable. That's that's their thing. But even, even I there were people that were mad at, at at Grogu when they realized he used to be called the Child, and but you find out second season his name is Grogu, and now from that's from the Mandalorian, and you're just like, oh, we want to call him the Child. His name is Grogu. Respect, respect so, his name. <laughs> my, my daughter watches this cartoon called Beam. Okay. And I believe that it's kind of a play off of the guy that has the arrow on his head. Uh, <laughs> his name is escaping me right now, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This this young baby just has all these powers. It's not like magic. Just mm-hmm. really strong, you know, and it's just, and I could be wrong, but for me, I made the correlation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the baby has hair and this person doesn't, so yeah. I don't know why, but to me, you know, hair loss happens all the time. So, <laughs> you know, um, 
but this, but see, and this is the but see, this is the thing. And when I created Blurred's Eye View, because I am a lifelong blurred, I didn't know I was a blurred until what maybe ten years ago. But I've been a lifelong blurred. I met you. Yeah. Like I, you know, when they when I sat down and actually spoke to somebody, and they was like, "Well, you're a blurred." I'm like, "What is a blurred?" And they were like, "You're a black nerd." And I'm like, well, "What is that?" And she was like, "Well, you have an insane amount of knowledge. You've watched cartoons from the time you can remember. You've read comic books from the time that you could start reading. You know, you you have action figures. They're all across my office right now. You know, you." You have this love for video games. You have this love for movies and television shows and and cartoons and anime because they're fun. And it's an escape of That's realism to a you know, it's escape from realism to a degree that still allows me to say there's a simple way to solve certain issues if you look at it from this angle. Right. I, I do appreciate it in that regard. And I, I teased when I was like using the word fun is definitely a way to use a word um, mm-hmm. as it relates to anime. I, I you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I was I'm into the naughty anime. Ah, the high t- the hint, hentai, the hentai. hentai um, you know, the the aggressiveness of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, is just very attractive. I don't like the plot lines. <laughs> but um, if I were to have any kind of porn, it would, I prefer hentai. Yeah. I, I prefer cartoon. Um, yeah. Because then I can disassociate and just kind of soak it in. Yeah. And it's yeah. fine. But, um, alas, you know, that's a whole nother show and I don't need them anymore. So there's growth there too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can wax, I literally could wax poetic about a lot of the stuff that uh, I'm into. And it's a reason why a lot of this stuff speaks to me. You know, I can tell you why I love the X-Men. I could tell you why I love Batman. I can tell you I could definitely tell you why I love Black Panther you know and always have since I was 11. So But to be fair you also like Black Dynamite. Black, you know there's the Black Dynamite you know there's there's <laughs> because it's a it's a riff on black exploitation films of the 70s of course it's comedy. So there's but you told me why and I understand. I was like you know what now that you explained it I get it, you know, so I don't give you I no flag for it because of the timing of it. You yeah. know, I think that it's pandering. It's a, it's definitely a pandering movie, and mm-hmm. I think that the further we try to, I try not to talk a lot of racial things because that right. does cause people to get a little heated. Intense. Yeah, and I am in a unique vantage point because I am black and white, so I am seriously approaching things in this dualistic mindset and a lot of it is miscommunication definitely and it's just it's people are saying the exact same thing and using a different dialect Mm -hmm. 
Yes. And it is creating this mindset that I'm, I am not wrong. You're right. You're not wrong. I'm saying you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm using it in a, a language that makes sense to me mm-hmm. and you're not accepting it. And so that's kind of where I am in, as far as spirituality and healing. Yeah. You know, I will say spirit or I can say, God, I, I, I recognize that I need to be interchangeable. It doesn't matter what I see. Right. I need to recognize my audience. So if I have a religious audience, they're going to be more comfortable to my message. If I use the word God, that's not, mm-hmm. it's not a disservice to me as a person. It's recognizing as a healer, I need to be able to reach a larger audience. So I need to adapt to the audience I'm trying to reach. Right. And yeah, I, mean, I think it's, that's it's, where it's, people fail. Yeah, and- I think I see I see that a lot. I see that a lot, especially when uh, I, you know, the big conversation right now is going like is with trans and black lives. And they say, oh, we're fair to this. Or I, I can't remember what senator said it, but he was using the X-Men as an example. And he bombed ferociously bombed at what he was trying to prove because I like the X-Men. I'm like, do you? Because you're voting against allowing people to live their lives i.e. the X-Men are just trying to live their lives. (laughs) I'm actually working to put together a show. Um, It's going to be one of my first true pieces uh, that falls outside of our typical podcasting Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's called trying to record a new song. And it's I'm an ally for the trans community. But if you think about it and I saw it on a TikTok, so I don't I definitely can't take credit for it. But um, she was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to record a new song, too. All of us are. It's just some of us don't have the best equipment or the right equipment. Yeah. And I was like, is that not a slap in the face? <laughs> you know, and, and I really want to be able to offer that bridge in a non-threatening way. A lot of this can be dissipated and calmed if you have an adult at the table who can speak, you know, south and i'm and and i'm just speaking directional i'm not speaking country you know there's no there's no country piece to this at all but if you know i can speak north and south then i can hopefully speak it in a way that is less threatening and Mm -hmm. i'm not always the best with words either you'll see that in a lot of my interviews (laughs) i have a flounder because I'm an empath, and if the person who's sitting in my chair is not receptive to my energy, I get a little shaky. I don't know how to interact, you know, because I'm pulling the whole time, Mm -hmm. and it makes it hard, Um, and it, it hasn't happened yet, I but, you know, this is just in conversation, so... Imagine if I having an interview, you know, in this capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. I've, I've seen it happen. Uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just learning 
is learning how to pivot. It, you know, I, I feel people out, you know. And I can talk about myself. Like, there's nobody's business. So if you say something, I can unfortunately relate it to me mm-hmm. in a story. Yeah. So if I just need those jump offs. And then, but then I run the risk of people like this bitch never shuts up <laughs> okay. about herself. She is very conceited and I am the opposite of, but again, different voice. I've got to be louder. And unfortunately I have to be repetitive to break through. That's, that's something. Yes. That can happen. That's that's which is a good quality to have because when you are repetitive about it, they understand. You know, they when you have that that guard, I guess you could say that guard up, and you're repetitive about what it is you're speaking about. That's going to break them down to make them open and open themselves up. They're like, okay, is is a mental thing, and they're going to realize, okay, she's stuck on this for a reason. She's stuck on this for a reason. And they're going to go from she's stuck on this for a reason to let's see if I can steer her away from this to she's stuck on this for a reason. I need to find out why. And I, I and I would why, understand why. if we could have more of those conversations, especially if you have an understanding of an empathic person, mm-hmm. because we are always aware of who sits in front of us. So we always try to find the most non-threatening words yeah. and the English language sucks. And mm-hmm. so I will have to go through about 10 different interpretations of the message I'm trying to relay because I have to find the right dialect of the person sitting in front of me. Right. And it does create a conflict because they do feel like if this girl doesn't stop and I'm like, no, I just need you to understand could be that I become obsessive. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, and it's just this very bad, you know, Pandora's box of, you know, I I I used to do like this part. I used to do like this kind of medical education for the field that I work in, and I used to have to go to different facilities and show them how to clean inst- or pre-clean instruments before they send it off to the main hospital. And a lot of the people I was teaching had no background into what I actually do, so they didn't understand what it is I was doing. So along with my ex coworkers that I used to have, I used to say. Think of it like a dishwasher. I said, you have a dishwasher. It's lasagna night. You're not going to put the plate directly in the dishwasher, are you? He's like, no. I said, what are you going to do with it? Pre-rinse it. Rinse some of the stuff off. Get all the gunk off. Exactly. That way the that way, your dishwasher doesn't work half as hard to clean what's on there. Because if right. you don't, you can just slap it in there. Now this stuff is blowing around. Now it dries on your other stuff and now it's hard and it's like now everything's dirty again yeah and once once they found that out because i that's something i have a way like i said earlier i have a way of finding the pieces and what makes them what people understand to say okay that makes more sense spoon feed it to them sometimes sometimes you have to spoon feed people it's for them to get it to understand not force feed doesn't work all the time you know, it doesn't. and, you know, um, you have to be able to be versatile. And I think that's where it's important for us as podcasters is we do have to have that adaptability. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm afraid that people are going to see my anger come out because when I get angry, I, I can't hide it. And then I become, you know, it'd be like, you know what? I'm just done. End the show. You yeah. know, because I can get a little bit in my delivery because I will have to prove a point to you. Mm-hmm. you no, know? and it's not that I'm wanting to necessarily be right, but I will be damned if you tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> This is why I vet everybody that comes on the show. It's 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 a multi-tiered thing for me. I'm glad to do it because I'm one of those guys that I'm one of those people that uh, I need to know. You know, it, it's fine that I might have somebody that I trust doing it for me, but I need that extra level of I need to know. You know, right. it's done in it's, it's done in levels of business. Is done in levels of the government. It's done in levels of whatever you need because that person still, you don't want to be the one that goes in there blind. A doctor never goes into a surgery not knowing what they're going in there to do. See, I would like beg to differ because I can go and say that I had my daughter in 2000 mm-hmm. and the doctor came in after my cesarean section. He cut through. How many layers of skin do we have to cut through? He walks into the the recovery room and said, "All right, Tabitha." Oh yeah, have see. A great day. Yeah, yeah. That that's the wrong kind of doctor to have around you. My name you is didn't even get. Yeah. No. Yeah. Didn't get your name. Didn't even say the right. Unlike me, the first time I'm like, "Oh, I pronounced it wrong." But, but he did, in an in an essence, create a pet peeve. Yeah, because I to this day cannot stand being called Tabitha. <laughs> and the fact that he, the, the fact that it's so far from your actual name is, <laughs> yeah, where'd you get the B from? And <laughs> it, it happened that there was a Tabitha and a Talitha at this place of employment, and we had the same last name, and we kept getting each other's emails. So they not. I'm like where y'all. I can, where I can see where I can see that happening at the same time. Seven letters. Attention. Yeah, just pay attention. Seven pay letters. Attention. They saw seven letters. I will have people be like, they'll send me an email and it's just my last name. I'm like, or I go by Tish, and so the and I'm like, I give you four letters and you call me Tush. Okay. So you're still getting it wrong. <laughs> like, I'm making it easy for you and you're still getting it wrong. So there is one last thing, my dear, that I want to do with you before we say goodbye. No problem. And that is put you into the goddess seat. Uh oh. Oh. Let's do it. So the goddess seat is where I just let you know how much I appreciate you. Oh. And just let you know, I let everybody know that I love them. I believe that love needs to be spread. Love is magic. So by definition, I am magic. Do you want to see a drink? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and I just really appreciate what you're doing. Um, I think 
the fact that you do have your own show. You're also co-hosting shows. You're, you're working closely with Opulence Radio. Um, you know, you guys are doing a lot of groundbreaking stuff for the podcast community. And I recognize that. And you're a key piece of that. And Thank so you. I just want to give you your flowers and say that as a newcomer, I see your statue being created. And, you know, I just, I appreciate you. And Thank so you. that is the goddess seat. <laughs> um, uh, I'm beaming over here. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it does, it feels good when I give flowers to others because I'm a very big proponent of showcasing people of talent who don't get seen you know, or celebrating the people who are already here, but don't get hurt. Shout out to Queen Angela Bassett. Um. <laughs> no, I definitely want to, co you know, help in that arena. And if mm -hmm. you have somebody, you're like, hey, let's get them some more exposure. Yeah. I'll put them on my calendar. I'm going to yeah. take at your word and I'll put them on my calendar. We'll put them into my algorithm as well. I yeah. don't. It, this is all about community and getting people because there's somebody who needs to see it and everything is with intention. So I, I do believe that. So if somebody puts in front of you that you feel is going to need that additional attention, I don't mind putting them on here either. I am for it. <laughs> you know, I think that's that's kind of what we need to establish is just that true right. kind of community. Right. So I am actually really excited because this has been my longest interviewed and um, we probably could keep going, but I want to be respectful as you are um, yes. coming on 1030 now. Um, and so I want to give you some space to tell everybody where they can find you. All right. Uh, if you are watching this or when you watch this or when you listen to this, you can follow me on Blurred's Eye View on IG. You'll find the link tree in the bio. It'll send you to all the great places you can find us, which is on Facebook, Opulence Radio, Always Press Record, which is through Roku and Amazon Fire. So you can see us on television as well. I feel yeah, <laughs> like you, uh, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and you can also show your love on the YouTube channel. Uh, we're live every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. The Twitch handle is BlurredsIV1. And you can find us every Thursday at 9 p.m. on those same channels, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have great guests. We talk about great topics. We have a lot of fun, as Goddess has already stated. Um, and it's a safe space. Uh, if you're a person of color who's a creative and you like talking about nerd stuff and entertainment, I'm the guy. I'm the man on the wall. I know it. I talk it, I live it, I breathe it. <laughs> and as I state, I state with all, like I state on my show, uh, my sign off is uh, remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. Beautiful. It's, it's a really amazing show. And if you are not following him, make sure that you do. Because he is going to bring you in with that energy and just that that amazing love he has for the genre. Um, and so I am going to close this off now. Chris, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Goddess. Thank it you. It has been 
an amazing time. I don't like to say interview because it definitely is not that. But, you know, I would love to just, we'll throw some more movies together. And let's, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's make this a thing because I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and to everybody else, thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. And as always, <laughs> one day I'll get it all right. But as always, be nice. It's easy. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues. We all.